Well, did the autopsy tell you anything new? I... I'm at a loss, frankly. I've never seen such a travesty. How could he have been walking around, much less attacking your workshop? Half his brain is missing, and the rest is threaded through with wires, metal intrusions, and things I can't even imagine what they are. His body as well. That arm, that leg. Those are my clockwork appendages, but somebody has been perverting my designs, turning them into weapons. Look at this. Somebody's built a bayonet directly into the forearm. Sebastian! Sebastian! Lizzie, stop! Dr. Fuller said there was an attack on the workshop. Are you all right? <sighs> I'm fine, my dear. What are you doing out of bed? I tried to tell you weren't hurt, but... Oh, my God! What is that? That thing! That's one of the, uh, men that attacked the workshop. He's dead now. There's no reason to fear. What happened to him? Why does he look like that? We're trying to sort that out now. Mr. Blackburn, Dr. Fuller, have you seen this? Uh, see what? Here, this. See that? It's a bullet wound, just below the clavicle. I see it. What of it? Captain Shepard's men shot him several times. No, no, look! See how the flesh is necrotized around the entrance wound? This is an old wound. At least two days. Probably more. It's got to be a fresh wound. An injury there would have been instantly fatal. You're mistaken. You must be. I am not mistaken. Excuse me, are you suggesting that this man was already dead when he attacked the workshop? Oh my... Richard, I don't feel well. Amelia? Whoa! <sighs> Amelia? Damn, she's fainted. Fuller, I'm going to take her into the parlor. Right. I'll fetch her some brandy. Do you need to sit down as well, Lizzie? I've been around enough of your experiments. A little blood and decay isn't gonna upset me. That's my girl. Wait, do you smell that? Smell what? The odor coming from the body. Fulminates of mercury. No, that's not right. I know that smell. What is it? Do you see this white liquid oozing from the head wound? Could that be the source of the odor? Yes, that's it. What is it? Is that part of the brain? No. Meningeal fluid has no particular scent. And it usually doesn't have that milky character. That's something different. Then what is it? Where did it come from? Oh, dear God. I think I know. Lizzie, are you alright? You've gone very pale. Fuller, get her a chair. No, Sebastian, I'm well. I'm well. I've just realized where I've smelled this odor before. Where? In my father's laboratory. There was a man in Prussia. Franklin, Frankenberg, uh, Frankenstein. I believe it was Frankenstein, about sixty years ago. He did a number of experiments on the reanimation of dead tissue. He had some success, but his most ambitious experiment, animating a man, had disastrous consequences. A number of people were killed. Frankenstein himself disappeared and was presumed killed by his own creation. His work was entirely discredited. So, I mean, what does this German fellow have to do with our predicament here? Frankenstein's work was discredited, not lost. The formula still exists. I've read it myself in one of my father's texts. 
Several years ago, one of Father's students attempted to duplicate Frankenstein's experiments. He even improved upon it, if you can call it improving. The original formula required an electrical stimuli. Father's student modified the formula so that no galvanism was required. He reanimated several rats and, I believe, a dog before my father caught him and dismissed him. The elixir the student made. It looked like this liquid. And it smelled like this liquid. Angels and ministers of grace defend us. It's nonsense! Okay, wait, wait a second here. Let me see if I understand what you're suggesting. Somebody took a dead body, modified it with my clockwork appendages to turn it into a weapon, then reanimated it with a germ elixir. To what end? Isn't that obvious? One of Confederacy's greatest weaknesses is a lack of manpower. They can't muster the number of troops that the Union can. Except now, they can reanimate their own dead and send them back to the fight. Your appendages, modified into weapons, only make them more formidable. And according to Frankenstein's writings, the elixir itself confers superhuman strength and constitution that makes the creature exceedingly difficult to kill. This is a perversion of nature, an abomination. This entire damn war is an obscenity. What's one more among many? And it would explain the soldiers' talk of ghosts. They truly are seeing dead men walking the battlefield. But why all the mechanical and electrical intrusions into the brain? They aren't necessary to operate the clockwork's limits. Because of the elixir. The stories are garbled, mind you, but there is some talk that Frankenstein's elixir caused the creation to go mad. The creature killed all of Frankenstein's family before it was finished, that much was sure, and chased Frankenstein himself into the Arctic, where presumably they both perished. It's the transformation that drives the creature mad, then perhaps the cranial implants allow them to control that madness, or at least to control despite the madness. Madam, you are not talking sense. Your recent head injury, then the shock of the attack on your husband, and seeing a disemboweled corpse, why, it would shatter any woman's nerves. Here, let me take you back to your room so you can lie down. I beg your pardon? Leave her alone, Doctor. You can't seriously be listening to these ravens. This is errant nonsense. Reanimating corpses? Mind control? Half-machine monsters sent into battle against the Union? No, 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 this is madness. You can see the evidence lying before you, Avery. Do you have a better explanation? Because I sure don't. I'm... Well, what about... No, I don't have one. But reanimating corpses? I, I refuse to believe it. They are the ravens of a hysterical woman. You go too far, sir. Well, I can show you the formula if that would convince you. What? You actually have it with you? I have some of my father's books with me. I believe his notes on the student's experiments is in one of them. I could look. Absolutely not. Yes. What? You can't be serious, Avery. Entirely, Richard. She says she has proof. I say produce the evidence. And what next? Mix up the elixir and try it out on some poor foe? Be sensible. Why not? At the very least, when it fails, it will end this nonsense, and we can get back to our proper business. No, I won't. It's a perversion of nature. All the ravens of a hysterical woman. If you know what's good for you, sir, you will not say those words again. Threatening me won't change the facts. Fine. 
fine. I'll find the formula if I have it with me and all. Be it on your own head, Dr. Fuller. I am not worried, Miss Blackburn. Gypsy Audio presents Episode 2 of the Blackburn Gaslight Adventures, The Lachesis Project, written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Turn to the left. Damn it, shut it down, shut it down! Sir, I tried to turn. Really, I did. But the helm, sometimes it wants to turn, and sometimes it just won't answer. That's all right. Come on down and rest a bit. These adjustments will take a few moments. Ow! Damn it! Sir, do you need help? No! Damn it all. What is that racket? What? The shooting? Yes. Yes, the shooting. Uh, a skirmish? I don't know, sir. Do you want me to go find out? No! Forgive my impatience, please, Private. You just take a break, okay? If it comes any closer, we'll figure out what to do then. There. It was the clutch cable. I think I fixed it. Climb back in, Private, and we'll give it another go. Mr. Blackburn! Mr. Blackburn! Please tell me your artillery is working. It remains to be seen, Captain Shepard. Well, we're going to need to see it now, sir. We could really use the help. Private? Yes, sir. Beyond the trees, Captain Yes, sir. About 200 yards. Toward the trees, Private. Fire when ready. Let me fetch my horse, and I'll follow Captain. Lead on, Captain. Initially, we thought it was only a scouting party, but it's more of those monstrosities we encountered yesterday. Walking dead men. It's more than the mind can grasp. Uh, My men are too horrified to advance, and I can't say I blame them. It's a nightmare. Oh, yes. Fire on, Private. Look at that, Captain. It's working just as I imagined. (laughs) Congratulations, Mr. Blackburn. They're falling back! Oh, thank God. Back to the workshop, Private. I assume your men can finish on their own. I need to get back to the shop and write this test up. Of course. Before you go, Mr. Blackburn, your wife isn't really going to create one of those monstrosities, is she? She found the formula, and she's mixing up the batch at Dr. Fuller's insistence. I don't believe she intends to use it, though. Dr. Fuller's a fool. He would accept the evidence that's before him. Dr. Fuller's not a fool. He's just stubborn. But understandably so. I can't blame him. I've seen them and I've fought them. And even I don't want to believe it. Facts are stubborn things, Captain Shepard. Captain! Captain! Captain, we caught one! You did what? We caught one! I want to see this. No. I suspect you really don't. You see, sir, he's alive. Don't worry, Mr. Blackburn, sir. The boys have him. He can't get loose. I'm not worried. Look, Captain, more clockwork appendages. Look at the changes they've wrought. Is that a pistol barrel mounted on the side? Hey, listen up. Can you understand me? Hey. Man, he can't be more than 19 years old. Not too close, Shepard. Lizzie said that the elixir drives them mad. 
Hush, Blackburn. He's trying to say something. Go ahead, son. I'm listening. Make, make, it, make it stop. Make it stop. Make what stop? Oh. It's, it, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. What? What's wrong? He's in pain, Captain. He's suffering. Dear God. Kill me! Kill me! Make it stop! Please make it stop! Just hold on, son. Blackburn, I've never encountered anything like this. What do I do? You can't be serious, Captain. He's suffering. Put him out of his misery. No! No, monster or not, he's a thinking creature. I... I can't kill him in cold blood. It's because he's a thinking creature that you must... He's aware, Captain. Don't you understand that? He knows what's happened to him. You have to. It's mercy, not murder. You've got to do it. It... Oh! God, it's starting again! No! No! Captain, I can't stop it, please! Please! You have to kill me now! You have to! No! No! We're going to help you! You can't help me. Please. Kill me now before... Oh, God. He's breaking free. For God's sake, hold him. Stop him. He's got the captain down. Pull him off. Captain, are you all right? Here, give me your hand. Thank you, Mr. Blackburn. He would have killed me. Your neck is bruised where he tried to choke you, Captain. Let's get back to the house. Let Dr. Mays look at it. In a moment. I have to see to my men first. Mr. Blackburn, what did he mean by it's starting again? I think that's something we should ask my wife. It's starting again? I'm sorry, Sebastian. I really don't have the least idea what he meant. It's nothing to do with the elixir, as far as I know. I'm beginning to develop a theory. That poor fellow had the same wires and metal inserted into his skull as the corpse we examined the other day. At first, it made no sense. They aren't necessary to operate the clockwork appendages. Those are manipulated by muscle movement in the limb stump. And madness isn't cured by such means and nothing so far has explained the pain he was in. You think the intrusions in the brain are there to cause pain, don't you? Precisely. They've inserted to enforce obedience. Unless the poor soul obeys, the pain is delivered. It wouldn't matter if the formula caused madness. The pain would drive him, as surely as a carriage driver applies the whip to hurry the horses. That's horrible. It explains the soldier's behaviour. Why the sudden change from lucid to murderous? The attack didn't come until after the pain started. But as soon as he attacked Captain Shepard, the pain seemed to stop. Oh, what sort of madman would do such a thing? I don't know. Speaking of madness, what word of the Alexia? I found Father's notes and I mixed up a batch. Dr. Fuller wanted to try it, but I refused. He's comparing it to the sample we retrieved from that cadaver, Sebastian. I truly hope I'm wrong and it's not the same. I don't want to imagine the consequences. 
Armies of the dead? No, I don't want to imagine it either. Come here, Lucy. This is the first we've been alone since we arrived. Let's not waste the time discussing monsters. Oh, give me another one of those. And another. Much better. I knew you'd be busy when we came here, and that there'd be some danger, but I was not prepared for how difficult it would be. I'm frightened all the time. You needn't fear, Lizzie. No harm will come to you here. I am not afraid for myself. I'm afraid for you. The attacks on the workshop. These reanimated creatures. I've been having nightmares that something terrible is going to happen to you, and, and I can't stop it. Shh. Hush now, my love. Don't think about it. Nothing terrible is going to happen. Maybe you were right. I should have stayed in New York with Daddy and the boys. No, Lizzie. I was wrong. It's easy to do my work knowing you're close by. Even with the danger, I'm glad you're here. My nerves can't take this. Yes, they can. You're my strong, brave girl. Lizzie, are you out here? Oh, Lizzie! Mr. Blackburn! You have to come now. It's Dr. Fuller. Dr. Fuller? Is he all right? Yes, yes. Oh, just come, please. You have to reason with him. Hurry! This is wrong, Avery. You have to see that. How? You're a scientist, Richard. A doctor. She presented us with a postulate. Now we have to prove it. The scientific method. Hubris, Avery. You cannot... Mr. Blackburn, perhaps you can reason with him. Tell him not to do this. Not to do what? Why do you have a dog's carcass on the table? You aren't planning to... <gasps> no, Doctor, you can't! This isn't why I made the elixir! It is not. Do not be obtuse, madam. You can't produce a mountain of rumors and old papers and expect us to take you at your word. Science demands rigorous proof. It's an offense against nature, Avery. You can't. But it is not, Richard. You are assuming the elixir will actually work. I have argued from the first that reanimating the dead isn't possible, regardless of what Ms. Blackburn's papers say. When I inject this elixir into the dog and nothing happens, then that will be the end of this reanimation nonsense. Then we can get back to the proper business of discovering what's actually happening. And what if it works? What if my wife is correct? She's not. Enough talk. Dr. Fuller! Don't! What have you done? My God, it, it's working. How? How? Dear God, kill it, Avery. How? It's already dead. Watch out! It's going to attack! <gasps> Tonight's episode of The Lachesis Project was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Sebastian Blackburn was played by James Leeper. Elizabeth Blackburn was played by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Dr. Richard Mays was played by Chris Canary. Captain Shepard was played by Ben Turpin. Dr. Avery Fuller was played by Abner Sinaris. Amelia Mays was played by Brittany Williams. The Union soldiers were played by Stacy Dukes and Victor Aurelius. The reanimated soldier was played by Luthor Tupin. Additional voice effects were provided by Aaron Scalfo, Isai Ellis, Michael Simpkins, and Timothy Prossel. The Lachesis Project is produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard.
Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Sound effects were provided by freesound.org. The Blackburn Gaslight Adventures and the Lachesis Project are protected under Creative Commons License 2012. Our executive producer is gypsyaudio.org. I'm A.J. Clarkson. Thank you for listening. <laughs>